showcasing beloved favorites and forgotten gems, this is The Archive with Jason Jury on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network.
from Ramsgate in Kent, England. It's a warm welcome to the second part of this edition of the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast Archive Show. I am your host, Jason Drury, thanking you very much once again for joining us. And if you are listening to this show and have yet to listen to part one, as always, I admire your rebellious attitude. We started part two with the classic track The Enterprise from Jerry Goldsmith's epic score for the 1979 sci-fi adventure Star Trek The Motion Picture, which has been recently reissued by La La Land Records to coincide with the film's new 4K enhanced print with improved special effects and Dolby Atmos sound. My sincere thanks to Dave Norris and Stephen Wilson for arranging for me to attend a special screening of this film in London in August earlier this year. And also a big hello to archive listeners Jim Wilson and Sanjeev Baskar, who also were among the attendees that evening. Right, enough of that blatant name dropping, let's get on with this show. Yes, there has seen recently be a great deal of Jerry Goldsmith releases being put out by the labels at present. In part one of the show, we played Intrada's release of Hollow Man. And as you agree, very good it was too. Now another new release that just come out from various Sever Band was a score which would produce Jerry Goldsmith's second to last Oscar nomination. Amongst numerous other awards and nominations, including a BAFTA and a Golden Globe. L.A. Confidential, the 1997 neo crime film directed, produced and co-written by Curtis Hansen with a screenplay by Hansen and Byron Hegland and based on the novel by James Elroy. As corruption grows in 1950s Los Angeles, three policemen, one straight-laced, one brutal and one sleazy, investigate a series of murders with their own brand of justice. The film starred in their first North American roles, Australian actors Guy Pearce and Russell Crowe, and co-starred actors such as Kevin Spacey, Danny DeVito, and in an Academy Award-winning performance, Kim Bassinger. The title refers to the 1950s scandal magazine Confidential, portrayed in the film as Hush Hush. Now, Goldsmith's score combines a modern pulse, pace and suspense with period idioms, notably a bluesy trumpet theme performed wonderfully by Malcolm McNabb, which to Goldsmith represented pure masculinity. The score distills the 1950s atmosphere of smoke and seediness, as well as a certain bygone era of honour and justice, while making the film ingeniously slick and contemporary, and as always for Goldsmith, emotional. Now, the score is only 47 minutes long with over 28 cues, which combined with the songs for the period comprises the film's musical soundscape. And to be honest, listening to the score, again after a number of years with its re-release, the word Chinatown kept coming into my head, particularly with McNabb's trumpet solos. The score has a great deal of similarity to a 1974 classic Feeling like if Goldsmith had more time in completing Chinatown, remember he only had 13 days, would have been the modern equivalent of what he may have come up with at the end with Chinatown in terms of full orchestration, if he had more time. So for me, it was no surprise that this was another Goldsmith score, which, like its 1974 predecessor, received another Academy Award nomination nod for Goldsmith, this time losing out to the juggernaut that year that was James Horner's Titanic. So here now is a suite of music from the 1997 neo-crime thriller Ellie Confidential, with original score composed and conducted by Jerry Goldsmith. 
That was music from the 1997 Neil Wark crime thriller LA Confidential with original score composed and conducted by Jerry Goldsmith. The original soundtrack recording has just recently been issued with the complete score as well as as well as a remastered version of the original album on the same disc by Ferez Saraband Records. And I wonder if you have any more Jerry Goldsmith on the show. This is The Archive with Jason Jury on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. General Electric Theatre was an American anthology series hosted by Ronald Reagan that was broadcast on CBS radio and television. The series was sponsored by General Electric's Department of Public Relations. The television version of the programme, produced by MCA TV Review, was broadcast every Sunday evening at 9pm EST, beginning on February 1st, 1953 and ending in June 3rd, 1962. Each of the estimated 209 television episodes was an adaptation of a novel, short story, play, film or magazine fiction. Now, a number of composers reused the score of the series, including Lynn Murray, Bernard Herrmann, Elmer Bernstein, and even John Williams, amongst others. Six of the episodes were scored by Jimmy Goldsmith. Now, composer and orchestrator Lee Phillips decided, with help from a Kickstarter campaign, to re-record some of these archival television scores by Jerry Goldsmith with the City of Prague Philharmonic Orchestra. The first two he chose to record were Sarah's Laughter and the Bar Mitzvah of Major Orlovsky. During an interview for the podcast The Goldsmith Odyssey, Lee Phillips spoke about how he chose Major Orlovsky for the recording. I think its potential for being a good candidate the re-recording was apparent as soon as I had a chance to listen to it because it's such a lovely, neat, concise and sort of like thematically resonant score. And for his chosen ensemble, you know, a smattering of wind, a little bit of percussion and a, a small string section, it's remarkably colourful and very evocative. For such an unassuming project, it, it just oozes quality you know the way goldsmith writes for his instrumental ensemble it's a sign of a real craftsman in the sense that he can make a small ensemble sound extraordinarily substantial that's the sign of somebody who really knows what instruments can do and how instruments can sound together you can be in a studio situation and hear a lesser composer who's got 50 people in a room, and it sounds tiny. It further emphasises, kind of like a master craftsman Paul Smith was, even at such an early age. And our sincere thanks for Yava Joseph Morandi and W. David Lickety from the Goldsmith Odyssey for providing that clip for the archive. So here now is a suite from the Bar Mitzvah of Mazur Oblosky from the General Electric Theatre, with music composed by Jerry Goldsmith and performed by the City of Prague Philharmonic Orchestra, conducted by Lee Phillips. Mm-hmm. 
That was the Bar Mitzvah of Major Oblowski from General Electric Theatre, with music composed by Jay Gosef and performed by the City of Prague Philharmonic Orchestra, conducted by Lee Phillips. This new recording, as well as Sarah's Laughter, is available digitally from Classic Film Music, with, I hear, two more Jay Gosef re-recordings coming down the pipe very shortly. And before we go on again, our thanks from our friends at the Goldsmith Odyssey for providing that clip of Lee Phillips talking about his work on the General Electric Theatre project. This is The Archive with Jason Jury on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. On the 14th of June 2017, a high-rise fire broke out in the 24-storey Grenfell Tower block of flats in North Kensington, West London, at approximately 0054 BST. 72 people died, including two who later died in hospital, with more than 70 others being injured and 223 people escaping. It was the deadliest structural fire in the United Kingdom since the 1988 Piper Alpha oil platform disaster and the worst UK residential fire since World War II. The fire was started by an electrical fault in a refrigerator on the fourth floor. It spread rapidly up the building exterior, bringing fire and smoke to all the residential floors. This was due to the building's new cladding and external insulation, since the air gap between them enabled the stack effect. The fire burned for about 60 hours before finally being extinguished. More than 250 London Fire Brigade firefighters and 70 fire engines from stations across London were involved in efforts to control the fire and rescue residents. More than 100 London ambulance service crews on at least 20 ambulances attended the scene, joined by specialist paramedics from the ambulance services hazardous area response team. The Metropolitan Police and London Air Ambulance also assisted the rescue effort. The Grenfell Tower inquiry began on the 14th of September 2017 to investigate the causes of the fire and other related issues. Findings of the first report of the inquiry were released in October 2019 and addressed the events of the night. It affirmed that the building's exterior did not comply with regulations and was the central reason why the fire spread and that the fire service were too late in advising residents to evacuate. A second phase to investigate the broader causes began on the third anniversary in 2020 and is ongoing. Artist Constantine Grass filmed inside Grenville in the years leading up to the devastating fire, creating a powerful record of the residents' safety concerns as they struggled to be heard. Her film, Grenville, The Untold Story, a joint production from the BBC and Channel 4, was shown on British television in 2021, featuring a haunting and provocative score by Miguel Dolivera. Written for a small string ensemble, it captures the fear and the inevitability of an accident waiting to happen due to alleged negligence in high places. Recently, friend of the station, Miguel, kindly sent me music from his score to play on the archive, and I am more than happy to do so. 
Here now is a suite of music for Miguel Dolivera's score for the 2021 documentary Grenfell The Untold Story.
Batcher's music from the 2021 documentary Grenfell The Untold Story, with music composed by Miguel Dolivera, which has not been released commercially, but has been kindly sent down by the composer for us to play on the show, of which the archive is eternally grateful. We hope to hear more of his music on the show again soon. But in the meantime, if you want to hear more about Miguel Dolivera's music, please go to cinematicsound.net where you will find a very entertaining interview I did with Miguel in May 2019. Well worth another listen. On the air and streaming on the web since 1996, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network.
and that was the cue Birth of Batman from the 1993 animation Batman Mask of the Phantasm with original score composed and conducted by Shirley Walker and played as a tribute to the voice of Batman Kevin Conroy sadly died in November 2022 he will be greatly missed and always will be the definitive voice of the caped crusader right welcome back to the second part of this edition of the archive on the cinematic sound radio podcast my name is jason drury i hope you are enjoying the show so far we still have some more interesting items to come including this on the 16th of april 2022 a unique celebration of the life and TV productions of Jerry Anderson, MBE, took place at the Birmingham Symphony Hall, which transported fans through 60 years of the Jerry Anderson back catalogue, paying homage to his special partnership with composers such as Richard Harvey, Crispin Morell and Barry Gray. Born into a musical family in Blackburn, Lancashire, Gray born John Livesey Eccles, was encouraged to pursue a musical career at an early age. Starting at the age of five, with piano lessons, he studied diligently and became a student of the Manchester Royal College of Music and at Blackburn Cathedral. He studied composition under the Hungarian-born emigre composer Matthias Sieber. Gray's first professional job was for B. Feldman & Co. in London, where he gained experience in scoring for theatre and variety orchestras. From there, he joined Radio Normandy as a composer-arranger. After serving six years with the Royal Air Force during World War II, he returned to the music industry to work with such names as Virilin and Hoagie Carmichael. In 1956, Gray joined Jerry Anderson's AP Films and scored its first marionette puppet television series, The Adventures of Twizzle. This was followed by Torchy the Battery Boy and Four Feather Falls, a puppet western based on a concept suggested by Gray. Its association with Anderson lasted throughout the 1960s. Although best known for his score for Thunderbirds, Gray's work also included themes to all other Super Marion Asian productions, including Fireball XL5, Stingray, Captain Scarlet and the Mr. Ron's Joe Knighty and The Secret Service. Gray was also known for his work on the Anderson live-action series, which included UFO in 1970, and the first season of Space 1999 in 1975. His work in cinema included the scores for the Thunderbird feature films Thunderbirds Are Go in 1966 and Thunderbird 6 in 1968, and Doppelganger, also known as Journey to the Far Side of the Sun in 1969. Besides composing and conducting orchestral scores for film and television, Gray developed his interest in the Ons Mardino, which he used to produce unconventional musical notes as well as electronic sound effects in several of his scores, including Captain Scarlet and the Mr. Ons and Doppelganger. Gray's knowledge and recognition in the field resulted in commissions to provide electronic music and sound effects for films such as Doctor Who and the Daleks in 1965, Island of Terror in 1966, Daleks Invasion, Earth 2150 AD, in 1966, and also uncredited work for Fahrenheit 451 in 1966. In 1970, Gray moved from Isha to St. Peter Port in Guernsey. Later, after his retirement, he served as residential pianist at the Old 
Government House Hotel. Barry Gray died in hospital on Guernsey on the 26th of April 1984. I have always said to a lot of people how important Barry Gray is to me. In my opinion, if it wasn't for Barry Gray's music, I may not even be doing this show right now. Even at the age of five, watching Thunderbirds reruns on a Sunday lunchtime, I still have memories of the amazing brass coming in and the exciting music that really created the atmosphere and the excitement of those episodes. And somehow in later life, created this huge interest I have in film and television music. So in some ways, the reason why I'm here today is because of Barry Gray. An album, Blu-ray and DVD has recently been released of this concert. And what we're going to play for you now are three tracks from that album. All related, of course, to the Jerry Anderson show that, as I've said, started me on the path for doing this show right now. Thunderbirds. Firstly, we'll play the exciting, iconic opening titles of the series, including the equally iconic sound effects. Then a suite from the very first episode of the show, Trapped in the Sky, played live during the concert, finishing with the Thunderbird March which was played on all the vehicle launch sequences in the series and still brings back so many memories of that five-year-old boy watching the show on Sunday lunchtimes on ITV all those years ago. Incidentally, I was planning to do an interview with a real expert on Barry Gray, Ralph Titterton, and early arrangements of that started at the beginning of last year, but unfortunately, before we could go any further, Ralph Titterton sadly passed away. So I'm dedicating this suite to the memory of Ralph Titterton. So here now is music from Thunderbirds, particularly the opening episode Trapped in the Sky, with music composed by the late great Barry Gray and performed as part of the concert Standby for Action, Jerry Anderson in concert by the Hackenbacker Orchestra, conducted by. George Morton. Five, four, three,
That was a suite of music from the first ever episode of Thunderbirds Trapped in Disguise, included its main title theme and also the Thunderbird March, composed by the great Barry Gray and performed by the Hackenbacker Orchestra, conducted by Jules Morton as part of the concert. Stand by for action, J.B. Anderson in concert at the Symphony Hall Birmingham on the 16th of April 2022. The DVD and Blu-ray which is available on network. The CD is being released by Silver Screen Records. And if you are a Barry Gray fan, it is an essential purchase to bring back memories of music from not just Barry Gray, but also other composers such as Richard Harvey, Derek Wadsworth and Crispin Morell. A release guaranteed to bring back so many memories, like myself, of the work of the great Jerry Anderson. The home for beloved favourites and forgotten gems, this is The Archive with Jason Jury on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Earlier in the show, we had music from Miguel Dolivira's score, Grenville Beyond Told Story, which he kindly sent down to us to play on the show. Another of our friends in the industry, Brian Ranston, also sent us down music to play on this edition of the Archive. And like Miguel's, we are more than happy to feature on the show. Brian sent us music from his latest score, the 2021 science fiction mystery film, Silent River. Written and directed by Chris Chanley and starring Wes Lang and Amy Shang. Elliot is desperate to reconcile with his estranged wife, Julie. Determined, he drives across a barren desert road to reach her, hoping he can convince her to give him a second chance. Stopping at a roadside hotel, he reaches out to a surprised Julie, who informs him she has moved on. At a loss for his next move, Elliot falls into a downward spiral and when he encounters a sultry Greta, an uncanny woman on the run from a mysterious past, strange and mysterious occurrences begin to haunt him. As the shadowy line between reality and dark fantasy becomes increasingly blurred, Elliot questions his own sanity and seeks the truth, but will he regret finding the answer? This is what Van Ralston had to say about his score for Silent River in his PDF liner notes. Quote, My score for Silent River is the most unique and personal score I have had the opportunity to score for film thus far. Chansley's incredibly inventive film builds a world that allows us to create our own rules. And that freedom was certainly applied in the creation of the score as well. At the outset, we travelled up to Valencia, California to record custom samples from famed LA percussionist Emerald Richards with his Pianotron. Imagine an upright piano taken out of its box with no keyboard. We hit, bowled and knocked on the guts like a percussion instrument and created an unique sonic soundscape that became the foundation of the sound of everything we did. We also extensively used a microphone sound box which allowed me to perform and amplify many unique vibrations from metal and wood which also created a unique sonic signature. Many of the sound design elements of this score were created and performed live with organic objects and elements and not from synthesized electronic means, although there are some electronic elements present. 
and to add a more human element to the score, I incorporated the talents of two wonderful Los Angeles studio musicians. Phil O'Connor playing clarinet, bass clarinet, and Andrew Duckles playing the viola. Their excellent performances infused the rest of the score with the human expression of emotion Silent River needed to encapsulate the world we built for these characters. Combined with the immense audio mix in Dolby Atmos by Lisa K. Fowle for this album, this presentation of the score is among the most personal, painstaking creations I have ever done. I am incredibly proud of the score. I am excited to share it with the world. Unquote. So, without further ado, here now is music from the 2021 science fiction mystery film Silent River, with original score composed by Brian Ralston.
That was music from the 2021 science fiction mystery film Silent River, with original score composed by Brian Ralston. And our sincere thanks to Brian for sending us the music down personally to play on the show. The original soundtrack recording is available on the composer's own label, Harmonic Design Records, and distributed by a partnership with Note for Note Music. And if you want to know more about the composer Brian Ralston, Please listen to my two-part interview with the composer which dropped in August 2019 on cinematicsound.net. And with that, sadly now we have reached the end of part two of this edition of the Archive on the Cinematic Sound Radio podcast. Before we go, I must say that the archive music, as always, is composed wonderfully by Debbie Cosina and must give a huge thanks again to Miguel Oliveira. Brian Ranston and our friends at the Goldsmith Odyssey for their contributions to this show. I leave you now with an archive first. Music from a film that at this time of recording has yet to be released. Well, not yet in the UK at least. It's out on December the 5th, 2022. Prancer, A Christmas Tale. It's directed by Phil Hawkins and stars James Cromwell, Darcy Irritt and Sarah Jane Potts. Ten-year-old Gloria and her recently riddled grandfather Bud befriend a mysterious reindeer when the family gather for Christmas. Bud comes to believe that Prancer may actually be magical, but Gloria feels his theory will send him straight to a retirement home. The score has been recently released in plenty of time for Christmas, as it's still November at this time, and is composed by yet another friend of the station, Mark McKenzie. As this is the last regular archive show before Christmas and any score by Mark McKenzie is always worth a listen, I decided to end this show with a small suite of another gem from this highly talented composer. So, to end part two of this edition of the Archive on the Cinematic Sound Radio podcast, here is music from Prancer, A Christmas Tale, the original score composed and performed by Mark McKenzie, with the original soundtrack recording now available on Intrada Records. Thank you very much for listening. I do hope you enjoyed both parts of this latest edition of the Archive on the Cinematic Sound Radio podcast. I shall be back very soon on the station with a very special two-part interview show on Talking Soundtracks and a completion of an archive especially that I started earlier this year. That is coming soon on the Cinematic Sound Radio podcast. But until then, for me, Jason Drury, as always, it's take care and happy listening.
Thank you for listening to the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast. I want to thank Tim Burton for providing his voice for all the bumpers you hear throughout the program, and to David Casina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's theme music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And wherever you're listening to us today, please take a moment right now to leave us a rating and a review of the podcast. You can get a Cinematic Sound Radio t-shirt at our Tee Public store. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash cinematicsoundradio. And don't forget to check us out on the web at cinematicsound.net. <laughs>